Bridgestone Tires just rolled into Midas. And if you roll in, we've got an exclusive deal for you. Get $70 back in Bridgestone rebates, plus a $50 reward card with paid installation. Shop Bridgestone Tires at Midas.com. Reimagine your life by becoming an RN at Duke Health, a recognized health system in North Carolina's area known as the Triangle. Home to award-winning restaurants, beautiful scenic spaces, and an eclectic art and music scene. You'll have plenty to enjoy in the area and cities beyond. What's more, you'll have a career filled with purpose and opportunity, matched by benefits that best support your wellness, family, and future. Offering sign-on bonuses and relocation. Apply today at DukeNursing.org. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back to the Bold Knowledge Podcast. As always, I am your host, Sman, and I'm joined again by MK and Aslam. Today is our Champions League Game Week 1 review. And it's a very interesting week, to say the least. Are we ready? Okay. Uh, we'll start off with Sevilla versus Salzburg, which ended 1-1. In the first half, three penalties given away from Sevilla to Salzburg. One converted, given the scoreline. And Rakicic scoring a penalty three minutes before half-time. And, um, and Nesri gets sent off for... It's double yellow. I believe the second was for simulation. But yeah, 1-1. One, one. Anything to add on the game? After the first half, like they put so much excitement in one half that they thought, well, we can't do anything after that. And then nothing else happened in the game. But that Eddie Yemi kid, Liverpool won him apparently because we had the opportunity to sign Daka and we went, nah, this other kid is more exciting. And he looked good. He got three penalties. He can't score a penalty, but, you know, that's okay. We just want exciting players. I think if he if Klopp wants him, I want him. But he's class. I think he'll be he'll be a good minor replacement. I think. Definitely. Yeah, it was an all right game after the no. initially, and then it just became you know what you expected, boring, and it really paled in comparison to the other big game at five forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to that game now. Oh, I want to spread some of the Amy prop, man. No, no, no. We <laughs> go right into uh, Man United losing 2-1 to young boys, you know, after yeah. getting the easiest group out of practically every single English team in the competition. So at least Chelsea have Juventus. Who do you have? Juventus are awful. Yeah, but oh, you have... I love the Juventus, so we will, we will spread Juventus them. In your group. Young boys. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, Villarreal. Villarreal will probably go back to the Europa League because Unai Emery is a specialist in the Europa League. He's terrible. In Atalanta, Atalanta's there too. Yeah, Atalanta are like tenth. They can't. They haven't figured out how to like win again. So you know, let's uh, calm down. Slow starters. Slow starters. It's early to the season. Slow starters. Yeah, you're slow starters as well. Apparently, <laughs> last season was fast. How can you yeah. average zero expected goals after after your red card? Like, what's it called? As much as you're down to 10 men and it's difficult as a front player, no. as someone leading the line, you need to be 
you need to offer something so that your yeah. team is not under the cosh okay. completely. Now, yeah. I'm not blaming Ronaldo. This is not Ronaldo's fault. It's Oli's fault because he decided to do what England always do, and that's just sit back and defend. But he didn't even put the right personnel on. He still had Paul Pogba playing. Like, Paul Pogba is not the player you want if you want to sit back and defend. Because, yeah. as we've all seen, he he's prone to making mistakes in the defensive end. So why would you have him there? Why would you sit back against young boys? It makes no sense. And there's, the only bit that United did was like that one bit with Ronaldo where he went through and he asked for a penalty, but given the new like rulings on there's a higher threshold for fouls, he wasn't going to get that. And um, yeah, it was, it was great fun. Jesse Lingard mistake for the second. And I think I, I put it on Varane for the first one. Mm. He just lost his marker. Yeah, behind him should have been marking. He lost his mark, and that's unbelievable. And it was just great fun, you know. Great. Well, first off, uh, but before I get to Oli, we got to get into for me. I've got to say the worst footballer I've seen in my life. (laughs) I I thought uh, Fred, yeah, Fred, he has muses. Fred has muses because he's got bare energy. Sometimes can ping a pass, but this guy on the ball. He's the worst. Maybe off the ball he's decent, but on the ball he's the worst. Wamsaka, he's the worst player on the ball I've ever seen. And I just think the game, him having a bad touch and him, for me, for me he, he shouldn't have started anyways because it's an artificial surface and players like him, they don't really thrive when a ball is not really rolling too fast. He's just not good enough on the ball. Dallas should have started. I said Dallas should have started a time ago. Even before the game started, I said, the Dallas has to start and Oli thinks Wamsaka should start. I mean, that's on Oli. But there are other reasons why we could see two goals. Obviously, the, the, the players, because Lingard, I don't know what he was doing with, us, with the second goal. There was no need to go backwards. You never go back. At that stage of the game, you just hit it to the throw-on area anyway. But he decided to pass backwards. and uh, He can only explain why he went that. And Oli, for his setup was... I'm already ready for the season already. But that manager is not good enough. It's quite obvious now he's not good enough. But <laughs> by the time it's... By the time it's around December, everybody will realise he's not good enough. Like, every single person. Even people that sport him. Because like, I just think, like, we cannot go into a season again without no trophies. We've got to make... Zidane's available. We can't allow Zidane to go to PSG and now we end up with no one. Conte said... Apparently, Conte is... Uh, will only accept United if they come because he wants a winning project. I mean, and yeah, uh, speaking of... believe in philosophy, which is... Not surprised. Yeah. These press conferences, I always take a pinch of salt, but that when he said it with um, the, the philosophy thing, I, I truly believe that's what he means. Like, he, he actually means he doesn't really care about philosophies and stuff, he really thinks that like, passion and all that will work. And when I heard that, also Mickey Feeling, the assistant manager, isn't even coaching too, it's just those two not doing anything. So, what the hell is coaching then? Uh, what I don't see any other top European club that their assistant manager and their actual manager doesn't do any of the coaching, not involved in any of them. Like, that's not even, so what are you doing there? Is watching plays run. What is this about? I, I'm sorry. To be fair, I don't know how we got second place in last season because if you don't have a coach or a manager that doesn't even coach or a system manager doesn't coach, we shouldn't be second. Maybe the players and actual, uh, maybe the players are carrying them. That's what, I, that's what I truly think. But yeah, the only thing I can praise the team on was Ronaldo, in it? Because he scored. Bruno, great pass. That's it. Terrible performance. And West Ham, obviously, we'll talk about it when we do the Premier League preview, but 
if you're talking about uh, the conference then my conference is two though it's not even there it's like zero i'm no and they just got piped ben so. rama you know but they, they didn't lose there was no nil that's how oh, was it yeah that's getting piped for them though uh, true. Not we drew Southampton without. <laughs> 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 we drew Southampton without, like, we had 11 men and we still drew Southampton. I mean, it was. And West Ham had literally their best player out and they still managed to <laughs> not lose. So we are finished when it comes to. I, I don't trust us being West Ham. Ben Rama, maybe a little last minute goal, who knows? But yeah. Uh, that Champions League game was a disaster. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's what like, would you have done differently after Wan Bissaka got sent off then? Because I know going into Dallas, the second well, half, the you Dallas had no was, shots whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. The Dallas sub was, we had no shots here. We had, that Dallas, uh, Dallas sub was the right one to do. But then, as soon as half-time finished, he decided to go free at the back. I don't know why. Just, just let, because we weren't, when when the got sent off, the last 10 minutes, we weren't really that pressured. It was all right. It was keeping the ball. We weren't doing that bad. And as soon as the second half started, we saw Varane come in and then, I think it was Van der Beek that came off. And then it was was very back. Yeah, I don't know why Van der Beek came off because we need someone to keep a ball and he was doing it very well in the first half. And even when man, it was a man down, he still did it. He still, still, still done very well keeping keeping the ball and stuff. So I thought, why is Van der Beek coming off? And then he had to free the back. And then it, it wasn't free the back, it was five in the back because Abdallah had to stick right next to um, Lindelof. It was just, and then Luke Shaw was tucked in too. It was just terrible. I would not have done that. I would have done, kept the same team Plus, obviously, Dalu just doing everything around flank. And then Bruno pulls a wide a bit to help him. Then, if it's still 1 0 or 1 1, 80th minute, then think of bringing Varane and then just let's get a point. That's it. Not settle for a point or uh, or just whatever we got from half time. That's, that's silly. That was too silly. And even the subs he made, Lingard coming on to do what? He's not a striker. Bro, got right? assist. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly, but even then, no one anticipated him doing that. I won't blame Oli for expecting Lingard to make a mistake, but bringing him on, what even the smart thing to do? Who takes off Ronaldo off to bring on Lingard? Like, wait, what? A great manager that is like following in the steps of Jurgen Klopp before him with similar record to Jurgen. Oli is not at fault for Varane and Lingard making mistakes. That was completely. <laughs> Yeah, but it actually wasn't. Well, no, obviously, you weren't in his fault, but the setup. Uh, but it starts the whole problem by making everyone just sit at the back and, like, you offer no, like, any attacking threat. So all you're doing is you're launching the ball back to them and, and they come back to us. with 11 men another advantage. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was stupid. We didn't have, like, any presence up top. Like, Lingard, I don't know what he was doing. I would have kept, I would have bought on Greenwood. Like, he's an actual striker and then teams obviously. The opposite team will obviously think about, oh, yeah, these are actual strikers, so let's not give them that much space. Then, obviously, obviously, it might be a better result, we never know, but uh, Lingard up top was, didn't help. Then we brought on Marshall way too late, like 8th, 9th minute. What's he going to do in two minutes? The subs he made was silly. And he was, he, all his part to blame, and already with zero points in the first Champions League game. Man, this is I mean, it's, it's an improvement on last year when you went. You know, like last year you went six for six and then you bottled it after. This year you're going to flop at first and then you're going to get through. Don't worry. So, Only so, any manager in the world should be, even with some allies, Tony Bliss should be able to go through 
with this team we have. Okay, there's no excuses for this guy. If we uh, hold a second, if we get to Europa League by fe February time, we're in Europa League. Well, pff, no words, really. I'll, I'll, I'll have no words. This show will be mad. MK, you you never have words anyway. So the next game, we'll talk about cheeky little Chelsea win one 0 over Zenit. Lukaku getting the goal. It was a very boring game. And um, I really think they need to switch to a four. Like, the thing is, right now they're playing like... Of course. Switch huh? to a four. Switch to a four. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, look, because in a five, that's perfect against a big team, uh, against a team like Liverpool, like Man City, that will hold most of the ball anyway. Right? And they will control the game. So you can go to a five then. But in a four... When you're playing against smaller opposition, you're the one that's going to have the ball anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And currently, the way they're set up, like, Mount in a front three is not, um, what's it called, conducive to... Uh, not what's a it? forward, isn't it? He's not a forward. His passing was off. Ziyech was a passenger. Like, they need to play some actual wingers there. Like, if you set up in, like, a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1, it will help those players because Mount is a 10. You can't expect him to be a forward. Yeah, yeah. It should be more useful for him as well. Then you can have someone like Havertz off the right. You can have Callum Hudson Odoi if you bring him back. You can have one. You can have all these players at the back or, or up front, sorry. And it provides you with more attacking impetus. It also yeah. gets more chances. Exactly. Yeah. So I think um, it's. I think it's. I think it, the move to a four, because right now they're not creating enough. Lukaku had like one or two chances. That's not yeah, right now, he, he's finishing all his shots. Like, he's not had it like yeah, a... Right now, they're, they're reliant on either individual mistakes, like the Villa game showed, or Lukaku just being otherworldly. Eventually, that will catch up to you. You need yeah. to be creating them quality chances. And right they now, don't really have a proper creative... Maybe Havers, but he's like a more of a second striker. Flirt, he floats about, can give you the old pass. Mount's probably the most creative player they have. And I don't even think he's that creative. Obviously, obviously they win and this is a bit nitpicky but it's just for the future don't worry you know, we're it's very early to see as well yeah we're not saying oh crisis at Chelsea or anything it's just what I think um, might happen yeah I agree um, so what was the game after that we had oh Atalanta your boys uh, that, I don't really. I, I didn't see that game. Yeah. Obviously, because after United game, I was like, I can't be asked to watch. It. I watched Bayern Barca, but I don't watch any other game. Yeah, it was a two-two um, draw. Seems quite exciting. Coquelin, he always seems to pop up. Dan Juma scored in it. Dan Juma. Yeah, Dan Juma scored in the seventy-third. Yeah. Gosens, my fantasy player, eighty-third minute equaliser. What a man! What a yeah, player! Yeah, fun team to watch. And to no, to like a, a Red card from Wolfsburg. What a very exciting. Boring game. We would have uh, UV, UV actually yeah. picked up a win. Uh, we also looked at that because no, we can't get started, but it's Malmo, the worst team in Champions yeah, no, but, like, UV currently are losing to teams that are Malmo quality. <laughs> I, mean, I think Malmo will be like Serie B. Yeah, but um, they got all their goals in the first half as well. Dybala, your favourite player. Um, Duck. Yeah, he, he scored a penalty and he was the captain. And Morata. Morata actually had a decent It's half. Malmo. Chelsea are smoking him. Uh, Bayern, Barca. Barca looked horrible. <laughs> they look like 
Bayern Munich versus Bayern Leverkusen. Just like Bayern, Bayern Munich yeah. these top teams. It didn't look like Barcelona at all. Like, it just looked weird. Even though it was at the Camp Nou, Bayern Munich were like that. It felt like they were the whole team. It just looks so different. Like, yeah. And the thing so is, normalcy. yeah, if you look at the goals, you can say, oh, the goals are a bit unlucky because it was like a deflection, a rebound, no, and like all these different things. But like, Bayern should have won maybe more than that. 8-0. They were in flat gear throughout. They never looked under pressure. I don't think Barcelona... Sorry for them. Did Barcelona yeah. even have a shot? They had five shots, none on target. Yeah, I remember Neu making a save. And, I, I mean, it was it was terrible. It was yeah, uh, Neuer made no saves the entire game. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. When you're at home, I don't care about no Messi or no Messi. Messi or no Messi. You have to impose stuff in that game. I don't care. Yeah, and there was, there was tension oh. between Laporta and... Uh, there's already been tension between Koeman and Laporta. Yeah, Koeman. Koeman uh, essentially, a couple of weeks back, said, um, I'm the reason that Barca survived or are in this position right now. And Laporta and a few of his board, like, a few of his board members came out and said, no, the reason we survived is because of us. Stop being a clown and start winning <laughs> games. And like... There's tension because Laporta wants them to go to a 4-3-3. At least try out the young boys and try to play up to that Barcelona image, isn't it? Whereas Koeman is like very conservative. He looks at the team and he thinks, there's a bunch of deficiencies here. Let's just try to be as pragmatic as possible. Try to close. And neither, I mean, neither option seems um, like great right now, but yeah. I mean, it's just peak. And then... Dortmund won 2 1 as well. Yeah, Jude Belling, sure. Yeah, I, 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 I saw the highlights. To our yeah. boys next year. Nah, he's he, <laughs> he, 20 million at Riggy. You're not going to come back for him. We, 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 we went, like, was it January of 2020? Well, we, we basically literally showed him around Old Trafford and Carrington. And then, yeah, like, you showed him around and he thought, this is just not as good as Anfield, is it? No, yeah, he's Did never even seen it. His uh, idol is Steven Gerrard. Right. Wayne Rooney. No, no, it's not. It's literally said Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing an interview he said Wayne Rooney. I well he's you know, it was like the era slightly before Bellingham's era. Yeah, you sure. Wayne Rooney. I also said he's the only one that we can compare to Steven Gerrard and you know he's a he's a record breaker as well. First yeah, youngest ever player to score in two consecutive Champions League performances. Real Madrid um, came up with a one 0 win as well. Before we move on to the Wednesday fixtures, we'll finish off the Tuesday fixtures. Kiev, Dynamo Kiev versus Benfica ended 0 0. There oh. was a goal disallowed in the 93rd minute for offside for Kiev. So that was annoying. Uh, Lille drew 0 0 with Wolfsburg, having a man right. sent off. Carol. Oh, Wolfsburg yeah. had a man sent off. And um, the final game on the Tuesday, Villarreal drew 2 2 with Atalanta. And Jimmy with, with Coquelin getting sent off within six minutes of a double yellow. Yeah, he's he shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's surprised. Who even, I'm sorry, but who are Sheriff? Where are they from? Moldova. Moldova. The first Moldovan team to show up in the Premier League, in the Champions League, sorry. And they won. Yeah, they beat Shevardar 2 0. They scored. Wow. That's a different Alama Triori. <laughs> yeah, and uh, assisting him, I believe, was Cristiano. Ronaldo and they have a Bruno as well. Good. Oh, is it? What a team! Well, it's a beat at Ronaldo Bruno that team. 
Oh, they've got MA. Yeah, if you guys didn't see me, I was in Moldova over the weekend, uh, or just a couple of days ago. Yesterday, even, I was playing as central defensive midfielder. <laughs> if you saw me, I was pretty good, I think. But he took me off. Did you not watch the Dortmund Besiktas game? Very I talked about that. Yeah, that's what highlights. Um, yeah, just couldn't that. score. Yeah, it was. The up front, he just he, he had his shots. He just couldn't um, convert them. Yeah, Dortmund have been very day, poor defensively in the Bundesliga as well. Like they just gave up three on the weekend, and even even the coach was like, "I'm I'm very disappointed in how we defended because it's been terrible." <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's right, bloody hell. Yeah. Now we must move on to the main man. This is why I wore the kit. <laughs> I think you guys got extremely lucky. Uh, I think that the third goal, I thought, was outside, for God's sake. Well, you know, thank here. God you're not a linesman because, you know, you're pretty awful. Damn it, man. I looked like he was, and then I realised, wait a minute, who's this guy poking up? Joe Gomez just about kicked him off. Joe Gomez, I think he was. I thought that was a good move to stop the AC Milan goal from the free kick. Yeah, we we always do that. Yeah, the Henderson, way they sh- we shift into play the offside trap while they're still forward. It was smart. Okay, yeah. Henderson was terrible the entire game, but he scored, and that's all that mattered. Should we recap the whole game? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. We were great for the first 20. We, we, got a nice we started off so well. Yeah, it, it, looked, it reminded me of old clock, you know, when we just pi- went in and we just blitzed everyone, and AC Milan couldn't hack it. We got a goal. I didn't even know we had the penalty. I thought it was a corner. Yeah. Like, I thought it's, you know, when sometimes you get them half-hearted, oh, it's a penalty. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, got it. and I was like, oh, bloody hell. Then Salah missed for the first time in four years, but I don't really care. And um, we don't miss the game. Mike Knight is a sick keeper, though. Yeah, Mike he played Knight really well. Really good keeper. Right, he, yeah. He's the reason they didn't concede like five or six in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, do you see that shot off Salah where it was going into the top corner and he just like dies and Salah's like, yeah. oh. That's my future to have the hair replacement. We need to you look at him and say, yeah, the hair replacement. He is really, really good. He's top. It was, it was sick at, um, was it Leo? Leo? Was that Leo, wasn't it? Yes. I'm pretty sure that Leo, then he moved to AC Milan and obviously Don Rio went to PSG. And Barry, obviously before we move on to PSG, I want to talk about that Henderson goal. Now, since when incredible. did he have technique? He did not have technique. Excuse shit, me. Like. Henderson? He not took the ball, he was in a Gerard, okay? And he got that beautiful goal, and it didn't matter that he played terrible. And you know, coming in clutch again for us after their two goals. They just came and like as much as you know, Joe Gomez is is coming back. I didn't think this was the game for him, but ninety minutes under his belt is fine. So Salah, like, I think he's assist. Did you see that? The little yeah. Chair. Oh, and Salah, Wait, him, I need to back him up. I need to back oh. him. Brilliant. And then Henderson, what a guy. And then we brought on the the big boys, Curtis Jones up front, Sadio Mane up front, Ox as our friend. Oh, God, that was the worst front three I've ever seen in my life. And they James, couldn't play. And James Milner was there. Like We had like four or five different different opportunities when they were like one-on-one with their defender with just space in behind, and they just slowed down. And I was thinking, what are you doing? Run! Like, you're either so slow or you just, like, are stupid. What are you doing? Our attack is literally just Salah and friends at this point. Yeah, Salah, Salah, Salah is so disrespected. Is If you 
Oh, if you think he's overrated or shit, watch the match yesterday. He was fucking perfect. Despite the penalty miss, he was brilliant all game round. He don't stop. Though. He takes on. He, he, he actually like every time just going forward. He don't go backwards. He's just so He's He was he's so like, disrespected, man. Yeah. If you look at the Premier League, he's created twelve chances already. The only other person that can say they've had as many shots in the box as him and created as many chances is Raul Jimenez. But Raul Jimenez doesn't have the goals or the assists. Like he's like third or fourth in the most chances created already. But he's selfish. It's not his fault that Sadio Mane couldn't finish. Not for me, no. I mean, I don't see Salah as a selfish player. I, I never, that, that, that myth is just a myth. Uh, he's, uh, he creates and he obviously Incredible. most importantly scores. And he right. always scores when he scored again, even missed penalty. He when he looked at the missed penalty, he did like a, it wasn't like a shock. When, when I mean that, I mean like his mentality is like, he didn't, really, didn't affect him. Like, okay, cool. I missed it. So what? He's, he's, he's tuned in, man. He's too good. Did you see? He was in a swimming pool at three in the morning. What a machine. I love it. What a man. He cares for his He's going to go up until like 34. Ronaldo he's, he's, he's just, he's different breed. I think he, he definitely will do well when he hits like that age because he, he's really got the instincts of a goal scorer and all that, speed and all that. So now if you obviously add the speed, he's obviously a world-class player, but once he gets older, he'll probably be more of a striker. Like he just starts doing a Vardy role. It's just what you do run behind, that's it. But... Right now, you can create, you can pass outside the boot, inside the boot, wherever you want. Scores goals. Literally, I don't see it. I don't, there was a period where Liverpool said they were swap Salah for somewhat like Mbappe. They wouldn't. Because Salah is guaranteed, guaranteed. Whilst Mbappe might come in and think he might hesitate. Look, you know? yeah, here's my thoughts on that. Salah, as you can see, will always play for the team. As much as people will call him greedy, they're stupid because. Look at the assist, look at the chance creation, right? And if you ask Salah to do a job, wherever, he will do it. Yeah. Has got that ego. I'm sorry, but as you can see from PSG, who drew 1-1 with Club Bruges, they're just a team of... They're not a football club. They're, it's an ego trip. That's all it is, right? And as much as as much as you can look at them and go, oh, but they've added this person and this person and this person, you can look back at every single season... And they've always added a player that you would think, or at least a player that you would think, hey, that improves the squad. But it doesn't matter because they're not run by Pochettino. They're run by their three superstars up front, or their two superstars before that. They don't track back, really. They don't help out defensively. They probably won't believe in a system. It's just vibes to them. And that's why I don't think PSG will win anything, because they're not a cohesive team. They're just three people up front. They're Ooh. like the Emerson Barcelona. They're three great players up front. But apart from that, like you're just you're you're they're relying on their three superstars to fire and everyone else to cover the defensive deficiency. Now I get that they've signed Don- that. I get that they've signed Donnarumma and Hikis, but I mean I don't think it's going to be that much different from PSG what? in the past. I don't think it's going to be that different from PSG in the past. You're forgetting about one player, and that's a key player for me. The left-back, Nuno Mendes. Remember the, the last left I had, Kazawa? He's absolutely gash. I mean, he's garbage. But Nuno Mendes, he's, a, I can say, five levels above him. Comfortably five levels above him. And Hakimi is five levels above Florenzi. And that's, that's right. They can be eight like previous people. But like, look at the, be- the best teams in Europe right now. Chelsea have a set way of playing. 
where they can move into different formations, they can uh, play different opponents every week, and you know, you, you can back that Tuchel has a plan, the players will believe in that plan, and they'll probably win. Man City, they, before, they, they can go to a four, they, can, they will play their way, and you believe that they'll normally get a win. Liverpool have a set way of playing where we can play, set up in a 4-2-3-1, a 4-3-3, and we have a set style of play. PSG don't have a set style of play. Bayern have a set style of play. This is what I was about when Bayern played PSG before. Bayern are a machine because you know how they're going to set up, you know how they're going to play, and they will probably get the win. PSG are reliant on two superstars trying to carry the load offensively because their midfielders can't progress the ball to them without Varane. And Varane is so injury-prone, it's actually unbelievable. I'm convinced he's games. Like, I just see him on the team sheet, but he's not actually there on pitch. It's so weird. He's always injured this time of the season, which, to be fair, although you want your player to be fair every, every single part of the season, but he's always there when it comes to knockouts. He's there. But Paredes, he was progressing the ball very well for Altina. He could do the same for PSG. I've seen him do it. Herrera scored. When Adam's not going to progress nothing. And that's it, really. But if you do a three out of the back, which is, for me, the best team, when they bring Ramos back, or even Diallo, to put Diallo as a less centre back, or Ramos, if he's fit, Ramos, Marquinhos, Kimpembe, Nuno Mendes is so good. Hakimi, I get what you're saying, but like even bringing Ramos and putting in the strongest team, it's not going to help anything if they don't have a, if they don't play how they're supposed to be playing. Because this is, uh, is, is, I, this is arguably the best looking team in Europe. Yeah, easily. Each position, they look like they've got either one of the best players or someone who's mentioned in that conversation. Yeah, they've got apparently the goat, they've got the young goat, Mbappe, and then they've got a super Ballon d'Or winner, Neymar. And Messi, usually for Barcelona, they always pick the ball up deep anyways to, 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 to find, find Neymar and Mbappe. And then Hakimi and Nuneman is flying. I just think Postillo will find a way because he's a decent manager. Tuchel yeah, was there he, and couldn't do anything. Is he a winning manager though? Tottenham's, I think he can, with PSG, he should win because they've got the best team. Uh, style of play or no style of play? Because people think Manita should win a league with their, with their players, even though we haven't got a coach. Because we've got too many good players. Well, PSG have too many world-class players. Yeah, I, I still think it'll be the biggest bottle job if they don't win it. But I don't yeah, think that's they're going to win I still don't think they're going to win it. So and they could. Just... Prove me wrong. I couldn't care less. Right? If you prove me wrong, fantastic. But... But this is the it's best just the same PSG to me. Like you add different players, but it's it's like you know when you make like a chicken dish, right? You can add different stuff to it, but it's still the same chicken dish. It's still the same. I don't know chicken parmesan. You might add some garlic to it. Great. Oh, it doesn't add that oh. much. You might add some gold to it. Great. It doesn't add that much. It's still the same I mean, parmesan. It doesn't do anything. Hakimia and Nuno Mendes are key signings too. How about those two? How, see how you lot play with fullbacks that actually progress the ball? They can do the same with Hakimia and Nuno Mendes. Yeah, but that, that's the problem. They can, but they won't. I think, I think <laughs> if, that will take that will take the limelight off of them. That will take the limelight off Neymar, off Mbappe, off Messi. It takes the limelight off of them. Even when they got to the final, they got to the final off of Neymar dropping deep. Bypassing the midfield completely, 
and carrying it about 40 like meters. But Thomas Tuchel was coach. Is he bad coach? Because Nate and I was still playing I'm not saying that the problem is the coach. I'm saying the problem is the team itself. How? Because they're Neymar's not... Neymar's not like egotistical. Look, they're not... Neymar has a direct line to the flipping chairman. He's the one yeah, that... He's a superstar. He got rid of Tuchel because he said he didn't want to play with him anymore. Tuchel was offended by the fact that he's got a direct line to him. That's Tuchel's fault. He's getting too touchy. That's not Tuchel's fault. The team isn't a good team. You can't... As a player, you can't have that much power in, in a club. As a player, oh, you, no, no. it's I chairman, manager, then you. At PSG, it's chairman, then players, then the manager. The manager oh, yeah. is... The chairman basically takes control of the team. Yeah, that The team is higher than the manager. There's no set way of... You can't tell me there's any set way that PSG have ever played. Oh, so you're, you're more focused on the fact that the players can't. Will allow the coach to coach. The players are, have too much ego, in my opinion. The but best with Messi, he's not really exclusive. Look at that Real Madrid team of the past, right? Yeah. Look at Carlo Ancelotti. Did he like? What did he do? He or sorry, look at Carlo and then look at Zidane. Yes, they, they fitted their players around, and if you weren't part of that set eleven, then I'm sorry, you just so want them. Always, there was always the hierarchy of Perez was at the top. Then it's the manager, whether that's Zidane, whether that's Carlo, and then it's the players. With this one, it's just a befuddled little mess. The because players they, are too powerful. They need they to be, value too much of the players, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I still think they can, they can still win it. But I agree with they, they put too much emphasis on Neymar being Neymar. Whilst just, but even though you can argue Neymar wanted Messi, so there's not really an ego in that side. But it is an ego, as in you think Neymar is the top dog at PSG. Even with Messi, then. Like, if you look at it, Tuchel is arguably one of the top three best managers in the world. Pochettino, when he left Spurs, was arguably a top five manager in the world. Yeah, they can't sort this stuff out. Carlo Ancelotti has been there. He couldn't sort this stuff out. He's got three top done managers. Like, when you know, this was Carlo in, like, 2013. So he'd won stuff with Chelsea oh. right before. These are three top managers that you can say are in the top echelon of, of, of football right now that seemingly can't figure out this PSG side. Zin is It's not the manager, it's the team. I, I will say with Pochettino, the, the reason he was top five at least when he left Spurs is because he built up that Spurs team. He yeah. built the players up, he put them into a system and they got through the system. Although they didn't win anything with him, they did get to a Champions League final. The difference is when he left Spurs to go to PSG, PSG aren't looking to build up a team. They're looking to yeah. win now. And so he's not able to go through the same things you're supposed to do with Spurs because he's supposed to win here. now. They gave him all the pieces. They didn't tell him, oh, no, yeah, you can, deliver, you can develop all these players and put them in. No, they're telling him, instead of doing what you did at Spurs, which is what made you the manager you are, we're going to give you all the pieces now and you have to do it our way and win. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I can't disagree with that. It's more... Like PSG, they probably need a manager that's, that's a massive name. Zinedine Zidane, that's the only manager I'm thinking of. Like he's he's that name that I look at and say, I mean, Messi can track to me. None of them can talk to, me, um, to Zidane in terms of I mean, career level. Even then, like, as I, I get that. But Messi's not Yeah, but then, like, flipping Carlo Ancelotti, after he left, he won three champions. No, was it two Champions League at the time? 
He'd won the Premier League, Syria. He basically won. Well, he was a massive name, and he couldn't fix PSG. You can put Zidane. Well, Zidane, Zidane will probably like fix up Mbappe and get people on, in line. But even he, like at, yeah, at some different. level, you can't just be going, oh, we just need this one specific manager. You need to build a team for the future as well. Yeah, 100%. The opposite of that I'll is like, look like, they just want to be at Leipzig and like their problem, like as much as we can say they're two sides of the same coin, PSG's problem is it's a club run purely by the players and it's and it's reliant on their superstars delivering, whereas the other side is Man City are run through their coach. If the coach is on it, Man City will be every single side. But every time in key positions, their manager has lost the plot completely and bottled it. Two sides of the same coin. But they look good against Leipzig. Greaseless, he looked fair enough. He looked, he looked made for it, which is annoying. <laughs> Very impressive and, win for Man City. Yeah. Yeah, your favorite player is Ruben Diaz. He's made for the most fluky assist ever. Like, <laughs> it's a clearance. <laughs> Greaseless made that goal. And Kungu got an hat trick though. That's the biggest thing about it. forget the forget the victory. It's all about Nkunku. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanna ask you guys about Guardiola's comments afterwards about how he wants people to show up on Saturday. I think he's begging it. Like, does he even have a connection with the fans to be saying all of that? Like, but come on. It's, what have they won? They've won three Premier Leagues under him. They've won um, countless FA Cups, League Cups, Community Shields. They've won all of that and they still can't fill out a stadium for a big Champions League game. I'm sorry, but Pep Guardiola saying, oh, yeah, come. It's not going to do anything. I know. Um, I was looking at some of the responses to people saying, oh, no, City have no fans or, like, ticket problems or whatever, or prices or some shit like that. I, 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 we're, we're in university. I'm assuming we will have uni days and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Man City have student discounts on tickets on uni days. And also, like, even Arsenal, yeah. like, Arsenal pay, like, they ask their fans for 2K for, like, season tickets. And back when they had Champions League football, they were, like, done. Like, asking for big money. And sell out everything. So, I don't really get why, um, flipping... Why well, they're struggling to sell out a stadium. Yeah, and apparently they have more fans in Manchester than Manchester United anyway. So, how are they struggling? It's really weird. It's like um, they sort of they they can't they they're expecting people to be like, oh yeah, okay, this team has grown so big over the last few years. We're expecting everyone to join straight away. In it. Yeah. It's it's so weird. Like, they thought that, um, what's it called? Because, like, the players they have should be attracting. They have Guardiola, who is arguably the best manager in the world. They have Grealish. They have Kevin De Bruyne. They have Ruben Diaz. They have all these different talents 
right, that you can say, wow, you should be selling out every stadium and it should be perfect. But they don't. And the problem is, I don't know. They just have no fans. The, like the added... I, I, was, I was checking the attendance figures for last night. I believe the official figures that came out was that there was 45,000 fans there. So, and their capacity is how many? 55,000. That's not too bad for Man City. Like, I spent that for Man City, but yeah, no. it's kind of weird when Pep said that, though. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so uh, new figures have shown up for me. Not okay, so the official selling, I believe, when you when you go to website and stuff, you see the official, like, how many tickets they've sold, right? Not actual turnstile oh, yeah, figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the amount of tickets they sold was to, was said to be 45,000. But only thirty-eight thousand showed up, which means they had seventeen thousand empty seats. That's a lot. Yes, there was only a handful of Leipzig fans. But in saying that, the look of the City fans—it just so many empty seats all around the stadium. But Pep should know what type of club he came into. He should know. Yeah, it is—it's not a Barcelona or a Bayern Munich. You're joining Man City, a team who were brought in two thousand and eight and grew bigger than they were supposed to grow in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. And they were never a superpower or a big club. They were they were just a team that were growing, a small club in Manchester that were obviously inferior to the team that are in like Man United. Obviously, Man United are the biggest club in the world. Man City will always look inferior to them in terms of size and players, just being a club as a general. So when Pep said that, it's like hella. It felt like like proper. It was just bad dismissive. Uh, it didn't feel like he was really. Like, he was just speaking like he like oh. Man City fans are not helping us. Like, what do you? That's how much they can be at a Wednesday night. A lot of people doing stuff on Wednesday nights, yeah. not just to watch a game, which does mean anything. The PSG game at home would get the whole would be fully full, packed because it's a big game. But yeah, I know, but like for all the games you're expecting, considering it's a Champions League game, oh, yeah, you're sure. expecting people to show up because even though like. Forgetting expectations and stuff, this is a team who has won everything in England, and the, their main goal is the Champions League. And they just got to exactly. the final. Yeah, exactly. And everyone, it will come back to the same thing. Pep hasn't won a Champions League outside of Barcelona. Pep can't do this. Pep can't do that. If he doesn't have the support of the fans, like fully, because that, that's a big difference between someone like Liverpool and someone like City. Yeah. We we're, we're a we were grown as a team. They're they're relatively new in terms of like being in the big boy status. Yeah, we, exactly. And we're supposed to believe that they back Pep as much as they can. Show up to the games, because even watching the highlights, it was it just dead. It, it didn't so sound like anyone was there. I feel like Carol Cup game when Grealish scored. Like even, just... even uh, there was a handful of Leipzig fans. I don't know why the Leipzig fans didn't travel, but even then, it just sounded like no one was there. There was no like proper atmosphere, really. It was just no. Silence. I don't. I don't expect one when PSG come to town either. There should be the Messi name on that pair around. If that's that's the front three that plays. There should be a massive turn up. Yeah, but there'll be more neutrals than fancy. Yeah. You know I think there's probably more neutrals. Like, just pack out the stadium. But either uh, way, if those, those tickets will be fucking expensive as well. And if they don't want to pay to see Leipzig, they're not going to pay to see PSG. Yeah, it's £12 for Leipzig. Yeah, bloody hell, man. 
Apparently, you're selling them on three days. Apparently, you're selling the city. Yeah. The city, I think it was City. Chelsea used to, I think, but that was just Premier League games. But City sell Champions League and Premier League games on uni days. Yeah, that's not even a bad thing. We're not trying to say, oh, using uni days is a bad thing or anything. It's good. You want to give your people um, discounts and stuff, especially students, because you want that atmosphere. You want them to grow into it. But like when you're using discounts and you can't even sell out the same, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and you have you spent all this money, you have the Bruyne, you have Grealish, and people still think we don't care. Like it's just crazy. And there was that could have Ronaldo and Messi as well, so they could have that could have probably got the viewership there. In saying that, they did go out and do what they did best and they just destroyed Leipzig who looked like they forgot how to defend. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the players coming out before like Forsberg oh, came out and was like, Oh City aren't used to teams like Shut up, bro. You got piped as well. I hate people coming out talking rubbish before the game and then getting piped. At least back up your words. It's pretty. Okay. I know he did back up his words. Sebastian Ale. He was sick, man. Yeah, incredible. Four goals in his Champions League debut. And especially, think the stat is he scored four goals and only had five touches the entire game in the box. (laughs) Or just five touches all game round. Uh, He's proper clinical. And obviously... I remember was it that was it Ajax was it Ajax anywhere he was in the Europa League but they didn't register in the Europa League. The last yeah, season, yeah, when he joined them in January, I think it was. I mean, that's what that four goals really there's worth whatever Ajax would do in terms of Europa League. Like that's record. That, that, that's a massive like that's history for. Oh, it was, it was great showing for Hello and Ajax as a whole. And again, I think Ajax haven't. Uh, I I think they're unbeaten in their last nineteen away games or something. And they've beaten big boys like Tottenham and Real Madrid and all them teams. So it's not like they're beating like terrible teams. Speaking yeah. of Real Madrid, 1-0 win. Oh, did you see Carlos' comments as well? He was like, oh. yeah, people asked him, oh, why didn't you bring on Hazard? And he was like, I thought of it, but I thought Rodrigo and Vinicius were better options. Well, he's not wrong. wrong. Fair enough, I guess. Rodrigo scored. And he's goal scorer. He, he scores. It's Hazard, man. That drop. Oh my! Like, he dropped off is, is horrendous, and uh, it doesn't even look like he's he, he, he'll ever come back anytime soon. But he's not really get, do you think it's just because of the injuries he's got, yeah. and, and not that he's a crap player? I mean, he's not crap, but he's not explosive. Or he, he doesn't take his man on like he used to. He's just not hazard anymore. He just he looks like he'll be more of an isco. Just pass off, make a little dart. It's not really special. Like when I watch Hazard, you know I'm inspired. I, I I get I get you trying to say oh he's not that bad. I remember years ago when you loved disco though. Oh yeah, I remember all of it. Five times in one night. was one of the best players. One of the best players in like of that like period. He was definitely he was top ten in the world during that time. Was yeah, but speaking about a player seventy-five times in a night. <laughs> no, because I was no, but. Remember, this was a game Wednesday, was it? Oh, 2017? Oh. When was it? 2017? Look, yeah, that's just an icon. Probably. It was like an international break, and then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's when, uh, when they piped, uh, was it Argentina 6? They piped someone 6 0. Yeah, yeah in, Italy. in Italy, yeah. Because yeah, Verratti got was getting cooked all game long. Like, Isco had him up on toast every single time he had a ball. He, that, it was just a monster. If you haven't seen it, YouTube is right there. You see what I'm talking about. That game was class, but um, being Isco fans, it's not, obviously nowadays he ain't enough, just like Hazard. Uh, moving on, the final game of yesterday's games, 
Atletico Porto, nil nil. What I, a I game! Will say it was really weird. The uh, the Porto goal that was disallowed. Uh, apparently, yeah, it was, it was apparently a very hard. Yeah, because yeah, um, he came ball. running in right, got the ball over Oblak, but tripped over Oblak, fell down. His ball hit the hand, and he went in goal. Damn. So it's really sad because I really want Atletico to go out as soon as possible. Yeah, same just yeah. Genuinely, nothing between the two. Uh, it was 55-45 possession to Atletico. Six goal, six um, attempts to five. Which uh, he's gone in uh, Atletico. <laughs> Please get them out of Champions League as soon as possible. Liverpool and Nation, whoever is. We need to get this team out. They're terrible. They're basically advanced Burnley. That's what they are. No difference. The thing Simeone is, I'm so Burnley. confused by Simeone because... He's was overrated man, Jeffrey, man. I really... He, just no, really like, he, he plays this, like, more expansive style of football in La Liga. And then he just goes, oh, it's the Champions League. I'm going to go back to old Atletico. It's like, what do you mean? So bad. Why? So bad. I never oh. liked Atletico. I never liked watching them. Even though it was funny when they beat you lot. The next game, it was against Leipzig. They were trying to stink the game. They got smoked by Leipzig. Leipzig had him up. But yeah, yeah man, Atletico, a terrible team to watch. Hopefully, AC Man did job next. All right, um, let's go through the standings after the first game week. Group A, Man City top with three points. PSG and Club Bruce second and third with one each. Leipzig fourth because they got destroyed. Oh, wait, quickly, did you see what Mignolet said about um, PSG? He said he didn't even have to do anything. It was very easy. There's a Champions yeah. League winner. Yes. He's not wrong. He's, he's completely right. Uh, Messi hit a crossbar and that's it. Name of the nothing. Rubbish. Uh, group B, Liverpool. Top of the table, three points. Atletico Porto, one each, and then AC Milan, fourth on zero. No, a credit to AC Milan. They did play really well. Yeah, they did. Hopefully, they smoke up Atletico. Group C. <laughs> Ajax, top of the table after the 5-1 win against Sporting Lisbon. Dortmund, second, also on three. Besiktas and Sporting, third and fourth. Group D. Sheriff, top of the table. What a After team. their 2-0 win against Shakhtar. Real Madrid, second. Inter and Shakhtar, third and fourth. Oh, man, they didn't disagree with Foucault. Group E, Bayern Munich, three points, top of the table, or top of the mini table. Uh, Benfica second, Danimo Kiev third, and Barcelona fourth. Group F, Young Boys, top of the table, three points, and Atalanta second, Villarreal third, and Manchester United fourth. Group G, Salzburg, Sevilla, Lille, Wolfsburg, in that order, all in one point. Group H, Juve, top of the table with three, Chelsea second with three, Zenit and Malmo make up third and fourth. Quite an interesting game week. The next game will be even more interesting. Could you imagine if Villarreal do the number again? (laughs) The next game week is the 28th of September. September. At least it's after the international break. I would have died. I'll be honest with such a great man. But that's PSG City in Paris. PSG City, is it City in Paris uh, next? Yeah, next game week. <gasps> I'm not uh, going to watch that. We've got Porto <laughs> in Portugal. Oh, that's a big game. 
uh, I'll have to watch that instead. But you always smoke up Porto. Exactly, that's why I have to watch it. Share it away at Madrid. Let's go. Oh, yeah, share it at Madrid. Let's go. Best share it at Manchester United at home to Valerio. And yeah, you say Chelsea as well. Uh, Easy money for Chelsea. They'll they'll go to to that ground and beat them. United and Villarreal are a hilarious game because could you imagine if again Dan Dream or some random guy comes up boom oh my god yeah yeah, really good goal yeah, Dan Dream is good you know yeah we didn't only to Liverpool that's what he was we, into we were linked with him as well we didn't get we're him with everyone MK come on man Dan Dream has been a nice little 29 million option soft bench come on nowhere. Oh, he's I definitely mean, better than um, Oxley Chamberlain hey 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 don't out Oxley Chamberlain Garbage player. Go at anyone else, but not you know. I, I can't lie, I was going at him yesterday. Uh, well, hey, well, hold a second. What are you then? I just thought. Look, yeah, I, I just hate every attacking option right now. Besides, I don't know why he doesn't bring on Minamino. I, I have to bring my, yeah. my justice for Minamino stuff because, like, this is ridiculous. I'm yeah, sorry, maybe. but like, look, yeah, you should be playing more, yeah. especially when you're playing Curtis Jones up front. Sorry, out, Clark. Okay, I think that's it for today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow, I think, with the Premier League preview because we have an early kickoff tomorrow. Oh, not early kickoff, but Friday kickoff, Newcastle. Oh, God. Newcastle Leeds, I think it is. Newcastle play, though. It's just so depressing. Why would the Newcastle game be a Friday kickoff? God's sake, man. Who wants to watch Newcastle? And they haven't even got Callum Wilson. He might. It, it, it could be out for like a month. Yeah, the defend Leeds. If it gets Leeds, that'll be that'll be interesting, isn't it? All right, let's save this for tomorrow, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank <laughs> you for watching. Uh, we'll be back with Champions League in two weeks' time. I don't think we're doing an EFL Cup one. Nah, no, 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 no. We'll see you again very soon. Thank well, you for watching. Like, comment, and share, and peace. Peace.